hello! You've joined The Script Mistress for scene 12, interview with November's winner, Jeff Lee. I am your host, Amber Bosworth, and I'm so excited to bring you this episode. I had so much fun interviewing Jeff, and I really hope you enjoy it. As you can tell, my voice is a lot better. I got really sick and had to miss out on the podcast last week. So I will make up with the character arc um, in scene 13 next week. So uh, stay tuned for that. Jeff was one of 32 writers that were tasked with writing a new script based on an image prompt sent out the day uh, the um the challenge began. Since it was November, I was feeling a little political and I decided to send out an image showing a polling place, American flag on it, vote, um, and people showing up there. Now, Jeff wrote his winning piece was titled Keeping Afloat. The logline, a man tells the story of how his father's duty survived the years of changing tides only to help his son stay afloat on the waves of change. Now, in this interview, Jeff really talks about how he focuses on the process of writing and not the final product, which I think is great advice. Uh, You can read his winning work and the other four finalists' work, uh, their scripts, at www.thescriptmistress.com forward slash ink winners. Now, if you didn't know, you can catch this whole interview on video at www.thescriptmistress.com for slash scene 12. So this is 12. We are three days into the fourth Ink to Screen screenwriting challenge. It's going to run until December 18th. Five days to write a new five-page script on a prompt that is sent out on the first day, that Wednesday. Winners, the grand prize winner gets $150 in Every single writer that submits a script gets in-depth feedback right on their actual script and a coverage detailing what they did good and what needs some work. This is all included in the $15 entry free entry fee. (laughs) Now, try to start the new year strong by signing up for the challenge in January. You can check it all out now at www.thescriptmistress.com forward slash ink to screen. Registration will open on December 26th. Now, let's get to the interview. I know you're going to really enjoy it. Like I said, Jeff gave some really great pearls of wisdom, and I had a great time uh, interviewing him. Enjoy. Hello. I am here with Jeff Lee, our November winner. Hello, Jeff. Hello. Hello. So um, we'll just get right into it. Like, tell us a little bit about your winning script. Um, in all honesty, when I got the, uh, the first image mm-hmm. and I was looking at it, I was like, oh, I, I could turn this into like a horror thing where it's some dude vivisecting another guy <laughs> trying to figure out, like, go completely political crazy with it. And then I started writing just the initial segments where he was talking, um, just to kind of lead to that eventual reveal. I was like, you know what? This is not a horror thing. This is just somebody talking about their experience. And then. It wasn't until I got almost to the end that I was like, okay, I've got to bring it back around to it. So the whole purpose was as to what we are taught about the processes and the procedures of what makes us Americans or whatever country you want to define it as are generationally passed down as bit by bit. But it's our own interpretation of that process that then sets our patterns for how we enact on those procedures or that policy or whatever it is. And that's why um, the main character as it's describing things kind of 
goes up and then down and then up and then down and just kind of mellows out at the end because he's not talking about, hey, vote for me, be on my platform, those kinds of things. Just saying, hey, I just want it to be different. And I, this is why it's different for me. And I hope this gives something to you to see it the way that I saw it. And maybe for you, it will give you the chance to change what, what needs to be changed. No, it was it was so moving. And um, I mean, and not having a lot of dialogue. Like, I mean, just very little dialogue and a lot of, and a lot of an act, I mean, narrating of course, but, right. but it just felt like it was very organic. So, um, yeah, the name, uh, keeping afloat and, um, like I'll, I'll mention earlier or mentioned already that you can, you know, read this on the, on the website. Now I uploaded it, the scriptmistress.com forward slash ink winners. So everybody can really get a, um, get, can read it. So, what, I mean, just kind of besides going through your process, was there any kind of thing that kind of motivated this besides the image prompt, of course? Um, not really. Like I, I, in all honesty, I didn't start this until Sunday <laughs> and probably like noon on Sunday. So I didn't, it wasn't like a, a oh, I've got to get through all this process and do all these kind of things. I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to write it and see mm -hmm. what's happened. So for like, for me, if I feel the need to write, I'll write. But if I don't, I just feel forced. And then what I mm -hmm. what comes out is just I end up scrapping it anyways. So, right, yeah. Sometimes it's better to start fresh. No, that's great. Um, so describe you know kind of your background, your screenwriting journey. Uh, sure. Um, mm -hmm. since I was a kid, I've always been like a storyteller. Like mm -hmm. whether it be just conversations or just coming up with narratives in my head or just being super bored during an assembly and you know <laughs> imagining bad guys busting in through walls and fighting good guys or mm -hmm. vice versa um then i i got into i did like every job you can possibly imagine i just couldn't find anything that really made me super happy um so i was working it and networking um and I was working at night, so I got a lot of free time. And I was like, you know what? I'm just tired of not, one, having another degree, and two, not being able to do what I like. So I got, I started full sale in 2013 for the Bachelors of mm -hmm. uh, Creative Writing and Entertainment. I finished that in 2015 um, and uh, graduated then. And then I just took a break and I didn't really get any major jobs, didn't get any offers or whatnot. So I'm like, maybe I'm just missing a part of it. So I, um, you know, I wrote for a couple websites. I wrote, you know, your link, your link articles, your listicles, mm -hmm. your those kinds of things. I did comic book pull lists uh, on a weekly basis for geek um, websites. And then I um, just kind of was just done with my job. I had worked there for like seven years and I just wanted something different. So I uh, signed up for the Masters of Film program at Full, Full Sail, which is mm. fully immersive. So instead of being online, I actually moved to Florida. I went to the campus, oh. was there every single day, and it was a little nuts because I didn't know really much about film. But part of that process was learning script writing and pitching and those kinds of things and really taking what I had learned in the bachelor's class into a whole other frame of reference. Yes. So having to write you know, a script every week or every month, uh, those kinds of things. And then from there, I've, I've dabbled here and there. Of course, I've been a part of your contest, I think. Mm -hmm since right after it started and it, it yep. stopped for a bit and then I, I came back. So, um, but that's, that's kind of been the whole journey so far. No, no, that's great. So you're back now in California. I'm in uh, Nevada now. I was in Alaska oh, for, for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Um, and now I'm in Nevada, uh, went from 32 degree weather to 114 in the same day. And I was like, Ooh. Oh my God. 
yeah. It's good. So yeah. It's just, uh, it just is what it is. Life takes you where it wants to take you and you just kind of have to do it. Right. Yeah. You have no expectations and just go with what um, feels right. No, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, so what helped your writing as you were just beginning? I know with the bachelors and with all that, but was, what were some things besides that, that really helped as you began? Um, I have, I have what's I define as the writer's brain. So when I'm reading stuff, I don't see grammar. I don't see spelling. And it's obvious when you read my script, you can see all the little <laughs> things because my brain just kind of skips over it because in my mm -hmm. brain, I'm like, oh yeah, see it. So what I learned was either to have somebody read it out loud to me mm -hmm. or in um, final draft, you can do the, the read out loud thing and that helps. But for me, I have to kind of, I, I just, I'll just explode something onto the paper and then I have to take the time to kind of bit by bit by bit by bit because I may have started in a point way up here and I don't know if I've ended it. Yeah. So it's taking that time and the discipline. I mean, it's one thing to write. You know, I, I was, I described it as, as stuff falling out of my head, but mm -hmm. when it falls out and it gets on the paper, I have to piece it then together in a way that's cognitively understandable to another person. Um, and then as part of that is the kind of the process of letting go, because when you write something, yes, it's your baby, it's your creation and those kinds of things. But if you really want it to become something else, you have to let it go. You have to let it grow mm -hmm. on its own and not hold so tight to criticism and, you know, mm -hmm. those kinds of things. And that's one of the biggest, one of the hardest things that I have to do because I get real defensive, like, oh no, that's, this, that's not what I'm trying to say, but mm -hmm. you have to let it go and let it be. And what, I mean, what, what has helped you kind of, cause that as a screenwriter too, because when you write a novel, people can read it and they interpret it, but like mm -hmm. for scripts, like they could take it and create something completely different with it. So what, what has kind of helped you with that criticism or with letting go? Um, understanding that it's, it's in the imagery that you imply. Cause like when I write prose, I'm very descriptive. I described every little mm -hmm. thing. Whereas in a script, you can't do that because you have maybe three lines in yeah. your action to, to get it all done. So you have to be as nailed down as possible, but you also have to kind of vague because mm -hmm. when the script, if you do sell it, if you give it to other people, it's going to be read by a, a screener. It's going to be read by the producers. Yeah. It's going to be read by the director and those kinds of things. So you have to be open to the experience of it. So for myself, when I'm writing those three lines, I know how it's supposed to look in my head, but I'm also not trying to put directive uh, understandings in there because that's the big thing too mm -hmm. is you don't want to tell the director is going to do those things. You just, yep. you write it and you go, this is what it's supposed to be. And if the image is clear enough in the writing, then it's fine for how it will be when it actually gets, if it goes to screen and not holding on to that, like just, okay, it's three lines. And I have to cut it down or I have to mm -hmm. put a little more into it. Um, but that's that's what you get. So if you understand, at least for myself, those three lines is what I've got. And if I go over those three lines, I get real nervous. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, no, it's too much. And if it's under those three lines, I'm like, no, nope, it's not enough space. Um, and make sure to use as much space as you can. So don't leave like one or two words at the end because I mm -hmm. would like that. And then you have I that would whole... add to it. Yeah. You have that whole, you have you have whole, that whole line. line. Yeah. Yeah. Either add to it or you cut it back for so for mm -hmm. me like criticism and whatnot the letting go but also i don't have to tell everything mm -hmm. yes you have to get from the start of the story to the end of the story but in those moments the small little moments that happen in those action lines just let it be let it let it flow mm -hmm. as it is but make sure that you clearly define at least for myself 
what the point is. Because if the point's clear, the image could be a hundred different things, but the message is still the same. Exactly. No, that's great. Um, and that's kind of like when I try to write feedback, I try to put that in as, as succinctly as I can, um, because a lot of beginning screenwriters have a, have a problem with that. Um, a lot of people like to put in camera directions. Um, and, and, and I understand where they're going, but I'm like, unless you're the one shooting this, then you got to leave that out. So no, that's, that's great advice. Um, so are there any like techniques that you have besides like standing in or sitting in front of a blank page on the computer? Like what kind of gets Um, you in the mood? (laughs) Uh, coffee, coffee, (laughs) coffee no matter what time of the day it is there mm-hmm. has to be coffee whether or not it's fresh or if it's <laughs> espresso or whatnot as long as there's coffee there it's that singular smell of coffee that mm-hmm. my brain goes oh okay we should be awake we should be doing something and then even when i hit that wall or I hit those moments i can look down and go, oh i've got coffee here and i'll take a take a cup and i might read back up a line so for me um having adhd it's not that i need to play with anything but i need, mm-hmm. need something to pull away from and then <laughs> understand that that should pull me back in again so i mean when you're drinking coffee you've got like your cup here and it's down here you look down you pull up and you're doing this but at the same time i'm still looking at my screen going oh oh that's something i missed right there let me yeah hold on and you know flip that so um that helps to get me in that space um also and i know it's it's weird to say but when you're super emotional like angry depressed sad joyful or whatnot sit down and take all of the energy because it's just energy it's all it is mm-hmm. take that energy and refocus it onto the page so for me if i'm really upset and i just can't get it out of my head mm-hmm. i'll just start writing whether it's a script or a poem or whatever it is it's that focus it, it fuels that focus and some of the best stuff i've written i just i was sitting there in tears when i started and at the end i'm like <laughs> oh okay well now i'm good <laughs> you know, yeah so it's for me use what you've got in that moment um, and make sure you've got some defining like anchor points. Like my coffee is my anchor. It keeps me yes. from floating away. Um, if you're hungry, make sure you've got enough room for snacks <laughs> or something. Cause I mean, you don't have to like write every, like for me, I want to write as much as I can, but you can't, you have to, you have to take those breaks. You have to take those mm-hmm. moments, use the restroom, all those kinds of <laughs> things. So like I said, for me, it's, it's having those little, those little things that will anchor me in. Mm-hmm. And then also using whatever is going on right now to help fuel what I what what's going on. What doesn't mean it it defines exactly what I write, but it helps to fuel the process. No, that's that's great. Like the with the coffee too, you can kind of think of it as um as having your mind think of something else takes it yep. away, and you you almost get to come back with a fresh mind. That's like yeah. that's why I, like with some techniques, I tell people to go back, step away. You got to step away for a little bit and then go back and you reread it. And then that's when you notice the things because you're not so immersed in it. So no, that's, that's very good. And you just get it with the drinking. That's good. Yeah. uh, Taking a drink or getting a snack or using the Mm -hmm. restroom or whatnot, because I, I know that I'm coming back to this, this chair or this spot or Mm -hmm. wherever I'm writing. So that again, is that anchor pulls me out, pulls me back in again. Yes, absolutely. That's great. Um, So uh, when you read like another writer's script, what are some things that impress you and and what are some things you really don't like? Um, I, I always look for how many explanation points they use because I was, I was taught by a professor that you should use one, literally one per an entire script. That's all you get. 
an exclamation and, point an exclamation point just one <laughs> because you don't want them you don't want them on everything like so for me when i'm reading that i'm always looking for that one like okay where did they put it why is that emphasis point and that's i mean i'm analyzing where it is and then i look at it and go oh I think I would have put it here. I really like where it is right here. Mm -hmm. um, and even when I write, I, I try not to use them at all unless it's really, really like you're trying to put some oomph behind it because yeah. I can see where it becomes repetitive, where everything is in caps, everything is in, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, those those kinds of things. And, and for reading a script as well, if it's somebody else's script, I let my brain just float on the imagery like what am i seeing it's like yeah listening to a listen to a song i love in my mind as a song is playing i'm imagining what the video would look like mm -hmm. and it's the same for a script i'm reading this and i'm imagining what each thing would look like with the characters those kinds of things i'm looking for that one exclamation point that's really the only critical thing i look at <laughs> um and it's not that i dislike anything with reading with other people's script i can see where things get really worthy and I want to kind of cut it back, but mm -hmm. if that's your writing style and that's what you do, then who am I to judge? I mean, I can't, I couldn't spell certain words for a really long time, and I'm sure. I mean, what was it, the get shorty where he's talking about, like, there's some commas and stuff in there. We can get somebody else to put those in there. That's Yeah, yeah. When I'm looking at it, I'm looking at that in somebody else's script because I understand that, yes, my commas aren't in the right spot. So I want the story. I don't, I don't need the little hard end stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like, I mean, like when I read your guys's read everybody's script, um, I don't, I don't judge on grammar. I just kind of help kind of go through and point those out to you. Like, that's not one of the points. Like, that's why when you asked if, if you should edit your script, I'm like, no, I want people to see that we all, we all go through and it's always good to have somebody else take a look at it just for that. Like mm -hmm. if you just find like a proofreader or somebody that can just do that, that just makes it look better because sometimes you have um, the one thing could be like his grammar was terrible. So why, you know, it could be the one yeah. thing that determines if you get a, a sold project or not. So, yeah. and I appreciate the fact that you don't judge us on spelling no, grammar. No, I don't. All my stuff, I've been like, oh, trash, good trash. No, no. done, done with that one. No, I, I, it would be, I, it would make my job easier if I did. Yeah. <laughs> The judging part, but no, no, I don't. I focus on the story. And, and for me, it's like I mentioned before, as an actress too, I do a lot of acting. I love character, like with your script, with the character of the son, it was just, it was so, it was so moving. And I'm like, okay, so that was kind of what um, I really liked seeing that development in such in five pages, which is just great. So that's, that was one of the big things. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. what? Oh, go ahead. Oh no, and that was one of the points because my October script, you had noted that I there you didn't there wasn't any motivation. Like, what mm -hmm. was the motivation for doing things? Mm -hmm. And I was remembering that I'm thinking of that when I was writing the November script because I was like, okay, what is, what mm -hmm. is his motiva motivation in doing this? Yeah. But also because I didn't, I didn't want to make the father the protagonist; it had to be the kid. So yeah. What is, what is his motivation? He's literally just being dragged to places by a dad. Yeah. And watching his father go through this either super elation or super heartbreak and what is yeah. that why is that a motivation for him so like that's that was a huge huge note for me from the october to november because i was like oh yeah i could see where that there wasn't mm -hmm. enough of that def definition there when it comes to character and and that was why it was so great because you actually in your script you saw the motivation it's not like you put me right into it like this is his motivation like you 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 had the motivation built 
Like the more he saw his dad suffer and go through this, the motivation was building inside of this character. Like, I want to make this better for my, my father and my future. Like, so that, that was a huge, that was a huge thing. Like, wow. So <laughs> yeah. So really, really appreciated that. So what, what, what are some tips like that you would like to give out to other um, writers, screenwriters? <laughs> be open to the process like yes everybody reads you know save the cat or ghost through mm -hmm. all those kinds of things that are all told that's exactly what you do but really when it comes down to it mm -hmm. write write your 15 page script for this yeah. and then work work your way backwards don't mm -hmm. hold yourself back because yes you might have to cut something later but not allowing yourself or allowing your narrative to play out in such a way you might miss a whole section of, of dialogue or a whole description mm -hmm. of a scene that could have made it the winning one but you cut it because or you didn't allow it to happen because you were so set on five pages yeah it's it's not the process that's five pages it's the product that's five pages so taking those two things away from each other and and then when it comes to like letting go or those kinds of things remember that even for your characters everyone has the right to your emotions but it, you have the responsibility to express them safely so for me, when I'm looking at a character that, that is emotional, or looking at a character that's not emotional, yeah, they have the right to what emotions are going on in that scene or what they're trying to say, but they don't need to be shouting or yelling it or over-exaggerating mm -hmm. their sorrow or being melodramatic and certain things, because that, that can take a reader out of it as well. So make sure mm -hmm. if for yourself that, yes, you can, you can be as emotional as you want to, and you need to be responsible for how those emotions are expressed. So especially when it comes to narrative, and when it comes to dialogue, be aware of what emotions are at play in that scene or in your character and allow them to have it. And also allow them to kind of rein it back in or you be the one to rein it back in so it doesn't overload the page or overload the scene. Mm -hmm. And if you're frustrated, if you're angry, if you're <laughs> whatever it is, yes, because it's, it's so hard to, to, when you look at like even December's picture, I'm looking at it going, <laughs> what in the world did I do with that so yeah just if you don't have to have an outline you don't have to have mm. your little cards with everything built out no just sit down and write you know exterior monkey forest <laughs> day and then if anything comes from that then it comes from that but it's the don't stop yourself because you want like I said you get so focused on the product that you forget the process so yeah just open yourself up see what comes out if you don't like it start over yes we only have five days to write this but <laughs> in those five days you could have you you know that's i don't even know how many hours that is 100 and something hours but yeah, yeah. you know if you do, if you have to cut back on an hour of sleep to get something done sure but <laughs> don't limit yourself because you don't think you either you are enough or that it, it's enough because mm -hmm. it doesn't matter um in the end because your product is going for someone else to read so if you can let it go then it's already enough you wrote it it's done mm -hmm. it's enough yes that's great that's great great tip and so some of you only do it in the one day yeah, <laughs> in the sunday yeah, you're not the only one yeah. who does it <laughs> no no but it's it's evident when i looked over all the corrections i was like yep i really should have spent more time going on <laughs> didn't hit that submit button fast enough <laughs> 
Yes. I think I wrote one, not yours, but there was another. And I, I literally, cause I have my own little notes that I keep for everybody. I'm like, he or they literally wrote it in like five hours, I think. <laughs> and just because it felt rushed, like, right. and sometimes if you don't, you know, if you don't give yourself that space, your, you know, your energy ends up on the page too. So, <laughs> so that's okay. <laughs> Sure. Um, so where can we currently catch your writing? Do you have any, uh, website or do you have anything besides the, uh, the script mistress? <laughs> um, I do have, uh, a portfolio website that needs to be updated. Uh, it's <laughs> on Wix under BC Pope, which is the pen name that I use. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have a kid's book that I wrote and published on oh, Amazon. Yeah. It's under Kindle. It's, uh, it's titled I see you by BC Pope. It's just about a simple everyday emotions and making sure that we account for them in our kids and in ourselves mm -hmm. like that but besides that everything either i've written or i've got um is it a D, &D campaign right now that oh, I'm no. somebody else or it's or it's still stuck up here and i haven't managed to knock it loose yet right <laughs> no that's okay i always ask just in case anybody gotcha. self-promotion this is all gotcha. this interviews for you guys. Um, but no, again, so everybody can catch his right, his winning scripts um, and learn about motivation, how to put motivation into a character in five pages. I think it, that's a good, it's a good script to really, um, to really drive that home. So uh, the scriptmisters.com forward slash uh, ink winners. Well, thank you so much, Jeff. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity and thank you for the win. And and yeah. to everyone else that got the top five, I read all your stuff. I, <laughs> there was some really, really amazing stuff and I, it humbled me to be a part of that. I know people say that, but really when I read other people's stuff and I can see how great it is, <laughs> I just like, man, oh, I'm, I thank you so much for this opportunity. Cause yeah. that, that one right there, that one, yeah. that one, you know, a couple uppercuts to my script would have knocked me flat in the front. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the you you guys were pretty close. Like it's every top five is really close. So, so yeah, very good, very good job. <laughs> wow. So, what did you guys think of that? Uh, that was such a good interview with Jeff. I hope you learned something new to help you along your writing journey. Now, don't forget, if you want to read Jeff's work, you can get it on the website at www.thescriptmistress.com forward slash ink winners. Now, he also has his own author showcase website at uh, chithazen at .wixsite.com forward slash bcpope. And I'll have all of this in the show notes on the podcast, wherever you're listening to this on the podcast, or you can go to the webpage, the www.thescriptmistress.com forward slash scene 12. So I'll have a link to that as well. Now I've also created, I'm sure you all heard about this, I've also created an outline template to help with your script outline. This is a fillable PDF or you can print it out and fill it in as you'd like, completely free. <laughs> it is a short template, but you can print out and just do the scene by scene pages if you want, add a little extra pages there, uh, whatever more is needed for your script, whether you're writing a short script or a long script. It's all on the website at www.thescriptmistress.com forward slash outline. Now, I wouldn't leave you without a writing action. Now, Jeff kind of inspired this one, of course. 
So I want you to follow Jeff's lead and focus on the process of writing and not the product. So next script you write, any challenges you're doing, any contests or anything, try getting all you can down on the page and then shorten it into whatever length you are tasked with. Try not to focus on the fact that you have to fit it all within five pages. Write out everything that you feel is in your um, inside of you for this, for whatever prompt you get or whatever action you have to take, get it all out there and then focus on um, um, scaling it back. Now feel free to share your insights on the Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash ink to screen, the number two. Now you never know if your insights will inspire someone else. I mean, that's why I do this podcast to just talk about things that inspire me and hopefully it helps out somebody with their own writing. Now, thank you so much for listening and or watching. I truly value any feedback. If you have an idea for a podcast that might help, you can email me at amber at thescriptmistress.com. Like and follow this show wherever you are listening and talk soon. And until then, happy writing.